0: Two interracial couples on a quest where fantasy and the real world
1: collide. This is when crit happens. Hello everyone and welcome back to Rakatima. I am your game master, Torsten David Johnson, using he and they pronouns, and I am joined today by Joshua David Robinson.
0: Hello, everyone. Joshua David Robinson, they, he, playing, tighten your belt, they, them, and
1: thou. And Deanna Elizabeth Woodman.
2: Hello, my name is Deanna Elizabeth- Ah. Oh!
0: fuck <laughs> oh god Yeah, so great. great, so aggressive
1: so <laughs> intensely aggressive so aggressive I refuse to do it you're gonna have
2: to figure it out Tor uh-huh, you called thanks. me that and now that's I you're gonna have to really figure apologize.
1: it out I really apologize I didn't mean to call you that, <laughs> that everybody so good. I just had an audio mishap that will not be in the final edit but uh haha <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, well,
2: and we also have Deanna Elizabeth <laughs> Oh, fuck and I said that's my
3: name now <laughs>
2: um yeah. I play
3: Jesu she her That's the closest to your legal name that we've ever gotten, I think.
2: (laughs) Certainly in
0: months.
3: I'm just going to start
2: dropping parts of my legal name and then parts of my social security number and parts of my address. Damn, it's a little scavenger hunt. You decoded everyone. You'll be able to steal my
1: identity. (laughs) And (laughs) Kylie Marie Brinkman. Oh,
3: hello, everyone. Kylie Marie Brinkman playing Josephina Wick, a.k.a. Joe, and we both use she, her pronouns. Cool, Cool, Amazing. Cool.
1: I've heard you say that a couple times. I guess that's what's happening right now. Coo-coo. Is that like a form of assent? Is that a way of saying? I yes? literally
0: had never done that until the two times I just did it <laughs> in the past four minutes. Really? So, I came out of know, right?
2: you for the first time. Because
0: when I did it four minutes ago, I was like, mm-hmm. that was weird. And then it <laughs> happened again. I'm like, I guess that's a thing I do now. Here we are. <laughs>
2: there I was living my best life. This being life free. being
1: free. Yes. That's <laughs>
2: how <laughs> so I start every
1: story. So. Uh, Shall we we get to a little recap? Yes, please. So there you were, living your best (laughs) lives. (laughs) (laughs) Being free. Except that tension was rising with the Duke's guard, but suddenly it was broken by the sudden attack of a rock monster. rock monster. Mm. And doo, 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 the guards doo, 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 which had doo, doo, been standing doo, doo, off doo, doo, against you. Rock
0: monster. I'm
1: so glad that you're <laughs> giving me this underscore. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love this song. I just monster. The
0: danced
2: with it is what makes yeah.
1: it <laughs> <laughs> I'm really sorry everybody You can't see that dance. The guards who had been leveling their glaives at you instead sprang into a phalanx formation and marched towards the monster. But when tentacles emerged from the muddy ground and threatened to pull the broken cart overflowing with treasure off the road entirely, they ran back to protect it. Tentacles also came out of the muddy ground for you, Joe and Titan, mm-hmm. one of them grabbing Joe and pulling you over the quicksand-like ground. Meanwhile, Jasu, you stood toe-to-toe with the one-eyed, one large-mouthed,
2: blind purple people
1: <laughs> stony... <laughs> Jasu Eater and you smashed it with your lightning empowered smite. Yep. While Titan, you added to the storm using bolts of lightning from the tempest bringer. On the sly, though, because I know they try. They probably be trying to get that thing. Mm. Oh, that's right. Mm. Yeah, you did do that on the sly. All right. Well, a small storm cloud did form over the entire encounter. Uh, but as the rock monster weakened, it dove down into the soft mucky ground. And Jasu, you decided to follow. I was. Yep. You found it and. Continued the attack, breathing through your trunk held high above your head, reaching the fresh air. Joe, you managed to break the tendril that was holding onto you and get out of the sinking's hands, but more tentacles came to pursue you and Titan. They seemed particularly interested in your magical objects. Then you saw one tendril reaching for a bracelet on Sir Galivane's wrist, Mm -hmm. the Bracelet of Tracking, which you know can be used to find the key of opening whenever it is used, whenever the key of opening is used. Down beneath the surface, Jasu, one tendril grabbed hold of you and took you further under the mud you were a little disoriented so after you managed to get free you tried to find your way back out but ran into a few rock walls when the creature began moving up you followed and your trunk finally found air but when you rose above the surface you realized that you were in a dark dank room completely sealed in by rock outside Things calmed as the tendrils stopped emerging from the muddy ground. Yama and Thula finally arrived, identifying the creature as a roper, something that they recognized from Terra, where the creatures are known to consume magical objects, but they had never heard of one coming above the surface to Arboreas before. Mm. Joe, you ran forward to the last spot you had seen Jasu and activated the necklace you got from your mother, which can detect emotions. It revealed to you the emotions of one creature across the road within the steep, rocky cliffside. Hearing this, Thula ran up, and in the same way that Yama had opened the doors to Terra back at Tempest Top, she opened a portal into the stone, revealing a small chamber. In the center of this cavern lay the dead roper, floating in a mucky pool, and Jasu on the ground next to it. And that's where you are now.
2: Covered in mud and blood. <laughs> Where is the hole that opens? Is it above me or is it like near me?
1: No, it's basically right next to you. And you see Thula peering at you, kind of surprised because she she found a Terran door. It's not that she is able to just open up portals anywhere, but she, she discovered that there was a Terran door hidden in the hillside here. And you see her kneeling there and she's quite close and she rushes forward and says, Jasu, are you all right?
2: I look at her and I look back at the creature and I think that I'm starting to realize that I might be crying mm-hmm. and I don't like that. And I say, mm. yeah, uh, it's It's dead now. And then I look at myself and I realize that I am covered in wounds. And I take a second and I close my hands in a fist and I'm going to lay on hands myself. But instead of a what people have seen before, even what she has seen before where it's like a, a fog that comes out, mm-hmm. I think instead it's just sort of a lightning up through my body. Like every wound just sort of lights up and like comes back together, almost like is scorched together. And yeah.
1: She kind of jumps back a little bit. Oh my, did you just heal yourself?
2: Yes, I made myself feel, I healed my wounds. Are the others all right?
3: We're there, right?
2: Yeah, you can
1: all see Mm -hmm. this. It's not that far from you. Mm -hmm. I
3: would like to run into... Can I go into the yeah, cave? Totally. Great. Uh, Joe runs up and throws her arms around Jasu, like runs into her, throws her arms around Jasu. Are you okay? What happened? How did you get down here? And I just want to look around and like take in the sights mm-hmm. of what this monster was.
1: Uh, yes. Yeah, so this monster is quite large. It's mm. at least 10 feet long and it's lying here, kind of limp in the pool. It looks like stone, but the skin is somewhat pliable. But it looks very much like a stalactite or a stalagmite. Like it looks like a, a cone of rock. Mm-hmm. And Yama comes up behind you as well. Oh my goodness. I never would have thunk to see a roper out in the open here in Arboreas. What you think of that? And you also see behind it in this very small chamber, uh, but you see that the, the interior has well worked stone and there is writing. Oh, in an arc on the backside of the room. It's Tula,
0: it, can you read that? You see that? Is that are those markings? Is that writing on there? Can you read that?
1: And Thula looks up. Oh, well, that is even more surprising. And Thula stands up and strides over to it and kind of brushes some dust off of part of it. And she says, Well, this says that this is a side entrance to Hitherheim.
0: Hitherheim? Can I A, do a history check on Hitherheim, and B, can I tell what language this is?
1: Yeah, the language itself, it uses the shorthand of terra. It's mm-hmm. a way that terran people write on, on stone because it, it requires far fewer letters than mm. writing with, with ink or, or in some other easier means of, of inscribing things. And yeah, you are all welcome to make history checks about <laughs> Hitherheim. Um, well, I have, I have plus
0: zero to uh, history, so that means that I got a one.
1: Okay,
2: <laughs> I got a fifteen. I
3: got a twenty, a dirty twenty.
2: Wow.
1: Yeah. So this makes sense, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think Hitherheim means with a with a Nat one?
0: I think that Hitherheim is the name of a very famous uh, drag queen from a an Anglo region of of pure Hitherheim. Mm-hmm. Hither. <laughs> Hitherheim uh-huh. oh, is yeah. really one of the old, one of the legends, uh, mm-hmm. old legends of uh, of drag. Hithaheim. amazing. Oh,
1: Thula <laughs> looks at you,
0: askance. I
3: just want you to you <laughs> say that word over
2: and over again, please. Oh
1: my
0: gosh. these are relics from Hitherheim.
3: <laughs> I, I think it's just Hitherheim.
0: No, 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 that's not how she said it. She said it was Hitherheim. The dialect was like part of the whole mm, thing. Okay,
2: I whispered to Joe. Am I?
3: Am I hearing correctly? <laughs> I think we're talking about two different things, but with, nonetheless, with your dirty
2: twenty, it makes sense that you would catch on. to Titan that. <laughs> goes and
0: reverently lays a hand on uh-huh. on these markings, and is just really, you know, vibing with their ancestors
1: right now. Hitherheim. Yeah, you. As you learn more about this place, Titan, I think that you will still probably expect to find Hitherheim. Hitherheim <laughs> somewhere in this vicinity. Uh, Jasu, you know that Hitherheim is a relatively famous but defunct realm of Terra. Mm-hmm. Hitherheim was known to produce some really phenomenal magical objects. Hitherheim is where the fell forges were based. A lot of really... Intricate and powerful magical objects came from the Fel Forges, And Joe, you know Hitherheim less for its historical significance and more because it's just the realm of Terra in this region. And so the most of the doors to Terra that are north of Stormhaven lead to Hitherheim. There, There are a few other realms of Terra near here as well. But Hitherheim is one of the largest, and so you've definitely heard of this place.
3: Are the doors to Terra... Do we... Would we be aware of where the doors are, or is this kind of a strange phenomenon that we found this door? It's
1: not really surprising that something like this would exist, and you don't know where it is, because you can never really identify the doors to Terra, but you do know where some of them are, the kind of main entrances where most of the trade happens and where people like diplomats and things mm. come from, you know where those are. Uh, and so with the Nat 20, you know that the closest main entrance to Hitherheim is about another day's walk from here.
2: Mm. Is is Terra, you say it's a, de- a defunct area of Terra. Is Terra moved? Is it a smaller realm now or is that realm completely like sort of defunct?
1: So I, I maybe it might have been confusing using the word realm because I use that term a lot to mean different things i I, mm-hmm. I basically mean like region okay yeah so hitherheim is like one region one yeah kind of municipality almost of terra and, and people i think just
2: moved from that area
1: yeah and with a 15 and a 20 i think you two both know that hitherheim which was really well known for all these magical objects and things um when access to true gems was drying up and there weren't that many left in terra most of the synthetic elements that were being used to create these false gems were coming from the far east were coming from the federated enterprises and so production way to the west here just dried up and so hitherheim it's not that it's uninhabited entirely but it doesn't have anywhere near the level of production that it used to Mm, okay. And so Thula says, "Well, I had no idea that there was an entrance to Hitherheim here.
3: Are these monsters normal in Hitherheim? Isn't this kind of strange that this thing is over here?"
1: "Well, I mean it's it's kind of normal in Hitherheim, but they would they would normally be in the lower reaches and preying on on people that might be transporting gems to and from the the Fell Forges or something like that." and so in that way yes they they were sp- somewhat common and, and still are i'm sure down in the depths of terra but i'm astounded at how it managed to get here maybe it's because of the presence of this side door I,
0: I don't know why would it have trouble getting up here like do they not they don't it seemed like it was just like burrowing through the rock and everything so like yes that's true yeah
1: i suppose that could be it maybe just some kind of weakness in the border between terra and huh and arboreas i don't know that that don't
0: sound like it's good sorry jasu you okay girl (laughs) (laughs) Um, that was kind of wild what you done did there you just jumped into the sand i think i'm
2: still hugging Mm. jasu (laughs) i sort of i still feel like the aftermath of my anger so i am Mm. hugging you back but i'm also like (laughs) in my feelings you know Mm -hmm. where you're sort of like that weird like half hug where you're like yeah i guess you can hug me but also
0: Mm -hmm. honey because honey you've been like you know we could talk about it later but like that's that was wreck less and that's usually my department are you okay Mm
2: i am fine Mm. i would like to cast divine sense tour
1: sure uh you you reach out with this sense and you feel that it any part of your body that is touching the ground is particularly uh, sort of tingly at the moment as it kind of radiates out. but also it feels like your senses sharpen your know, your smell, uh, the the way that the the light is passing through the the kind of dust that's in the air right now. And none of it seems to be out of place. There are no corrupt spirits here the spirits all seem to be in their right places. And this large monster here lying dead is at rest. And even in the rock itself, through this portal that you can see kind of carved on the back wall, nothing seems to be spiritually amiss or overactive in any way. And everything seems vibrant and and good
2: that annoys me <laughs>
1: uh, at the same time yama is is look looking over to you uh jasu could you could you give me a hand here i'm uh, not as strong as i as i used to be and you see that he is trying to pull the roper out, or at least beach it somewhat on the edge of this mucky pool on the hard ground.
3: What are you doing, Yama?
1: Oh, well, you see we gotta look in the gizzard.
3: Why? Well,
1: that's what you do. I mean when you when you find a roper, it gives you a lot of pain for the for your efforts but but uh you know, sometimes you get a little reward too? I that? put down.
0: Oh, we got to
1: <laughs> we got to loot the body. Okay. Well, I guess you could say that. Yeah. Well, cuz you know, they they feed on magical objects. So uh some um, Oh. They, yeah, they get caught up in the the gizzard. I I don't actually know if that's the anatomically correct word, but that's what we used to call it down in the down in Terra. Say, All of a
0: sudden, you see Titan gizzard. has like transformed into like a nurse's outfit, <laughs> like and like has like a little nurse's hat on and like a white gown and like is putting on like these <laughs> putting on like
1: elbow length gloves uh-huh. and is ready to get in there. <laughs> I <laughs> go and
0: I
2: help Yama.
1: Great. Uh, as you help Yama pull this monster's body out of the pit Titan you get right next to it and you can see that Yama has uh pulled out this you know the, the knife that you've seen him use to, to cook dinner and things like that and he uh he's trying to find All right let me see I think uh the to... The thorax is here. Then we want to look for the anterior. Uh, Titan
0: takes a hairpin and stabs into the and- thing. <laughs> yeah, okay. No, that's a good place to start.
1: And you you start dissecting this thing with Yama. Uh, and Yama points you. All right, should be right down there? I'm going to hold the mm-hmm. hold the flesh okay, open. You, yeah, you hold it. Okay. Yeah, Reach down right, in. in. All right, you okay. feel the gizzard? Uh-huh. After right. something. Alright, pull feels
0: gizzard. Pull, straight pull out. Okay. Do I need to make some
1: sort of check? Yeah, make a nature check. <laughs> well can I get uh advantage because Yabba's helping me? You can use medicine too. Medicine or nature. Cool. And yeah, yeah, definitely advantage. Okay. Uh fifteen plus one, sixteen. Yeah, you start pulling it out. Oh you got it. Yep, that's the gizzard. Keep pulling. Keep pulling. And then he brings his knife around and slices a kind of tendony cord that's holding this thing. Inside and you fall backwards, uh, holding this large pouch in your arms. Oh,
0: gross! gross.
1: Yeah, gross. literally. Titan is laughing, gross. but it's like oh, this is gross. <laughs> there's uh, there's you know bodily fluids uh, pouring off of you. I'm I'm not sure what color rope or blood is, but I oh, doubt it's you. red. That's why I put on the nurse's outfit. <laughs> You're covered in it, and it feels heavy. This pouch, this muscly sack
0: feels very heavy. So yeah, Titan is like, no, Titan asks no questions, has has the sack <laughs> in their hands, takes the hairpin and starts to try to open it up. Oh. And is looking at Yama with like devilish glee and is like, what do you think is in here? Oh, I don't know,
1: but it looks like there's something. It looks like there's at least one thing. And as you open it up, you see that indeed there are two... Objects that look like metal mittens. Ooh. Oh, Ooh. they are gauntlets. They're gauntlets. They're gauntlets. <laughs> and uh, they look like big, heavy, stout gauntlets that are very ornate. Even fresh out of this pouch, you see as the, the kind of goo is dripping off of them. They're shining in the sunlight ornate steel which has gold filigree trimming it Mm. and anybody who's looking at these can make an investigation i'll make an investigation
3: check sure what's a gauntlet
1: yeah a gauntlet is like a metal glove Uh, but these ones are more in the shape of mittens they don't have individual fingers and you see that they have settings for gems one on the back of each hand and the right gauntlet currently holds a gleaming yellow sapphire. And the setting mm-hmm. in the left gauntlet is currently empty.
2: You got a nat 20, didn't you?
1: I got a
0: natural 20, Torsten.
1: Nice. Yeah,
2: knew it. I saw your face and I said.
1: <laughs> nice. Because I'm like, I have, a, I have a plus zero and I'm like, oh, I don't know anything about this. <laughs> but swag? Yeah, I know it's about swag-tastic. swag. It's <laughs> The first thing that you can identify is that indeed this is a true gem this is a real yellow sapphire this isn't a synthetic uh, gem wow. which automatically makes you think that they're probably old wow they also look large and like they're you know made for somebody with a stout pair of paws yes mm-hmm. any other questions you have about them with your nat 20 <laughs> yeah I
0: guess who did a a good and evil check so like and didn't get a vibe that
1: there was anything cursed or whatever correct mm-hmm. they give no sense of evil nor inherent great divinity mm. they seem innocuous
0: I hold it up to Jasu I'm like but well, a glove won't fit on me mm-hmm. but it might acquit
1: you well
2: I lean down and I pick them up and I look at them and I try them on
1: great do they fit the first thing that you can immediately feel is that they have little adjusting straps and and so you think that you could tighten them up and as you do you think oh wow these these are burly you they don't inhibit your your use of your staff at all, but you think that you could just punch somebody with these. <laughs> and so while you are wearing these gauntlets, your unarmed strikes will use a D6 for damage rolls. Woo! You also feel that there is some magical energy coursing through, but you are not quite sure what it implies uh if you spend an hour attuning then i will let you know the rest of the abilities of these mm. gomets okay and you see thula and yama also looking at you I need to make make a roll for them so just give me a second here to get my dice out <laughs> yep, okay. yep yep and then
2: you say and now you take 27 hit points <laughs> <laughs>
1: These look like the Gauntlets of Gethrain. Geth, Yama says. Gethrain, who that? Um, yeah, you can make a. You can make another history check. Yep. Oh yeah. Okay, uh, I'll do that. Yeah, go for it.
2: Gethrain, uh, not one.
1: 14.
0: 18. Ooh. Wow.
2: Is that the drag queen?
0: Gethrain. <laughs> oh my gosh. Her and the were. where Gethrain was was her protege.
1: And Thula looks to to all of you. Yes, please, please. As if to explain. Say more. And then looks to Titan. You. You know of Githrain?
0: Yes, Hit the Himes, <laughs> protege.
1: This is gonna be fucking canon now.
0: <laughs> I I
1: did not know that they were associated. Oh,
0: oh. Gen, you know, it's all one big lineage. You know, I mean, is part of the lineage too. You know, people, this—it's like a tree. You know, the branches out. You know, but it all goes back to Hinterheim. I see.
3: I'm see. i shaking my head. Or at least big one branch knot. of one
0: branch of the legacy comes from Hinterheim. There were others, but and you know. I'm
3: looking at Thula. I the I think Hitherheim is different than Hitherheim, uh, and so we might be talking about two ah, separate
1: things. I see. Yes, that makes more sense. And then she looks. What are you saying, Hiddenheim. <laughs> she looks to Yama <laughs> that's and says, that's not "How you say, it. Yama? Are you sure that these are Guthraine's gauntlets? Guthraine hasn't been seen in in years."
3: Who is Githrain?
1: Uh Yama says, "Oh, a, a very famous warrior. She was a, a leader amongst the Terran people. But what do you mean? She hasn't been seen." And you'll remember that Yama was out of touch for a couple hundred years. Um, and so Yama recognizes the gauntlets, and Thula is a little skeptical and says, Githrain opposed the move to replacing true gems with synthetic materials and led a rogue faction that rebelled. This was must be a hundred years ago. But she disappeared f- far to the east, actually just before just before the ugliness, just before the Great War. And it was, it was never clear what happened to her, but her gauntlets showing up here, that seems implausible. And Yama says, hmm, well, I, I, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, but uh, at any rate, they seem to fit, fit you quite well, don't they, Jasu?
3: We're saying that Guthrain disappeared, but is this one of those things like, wink, wink, she disappeared, maybe she was murdered or assassinated by the state. Is that what we're talking about here?
1: Well, it was a a volatile time at the outbreak of a war that encompassed all of Arboreas and had grave impacts on Terra, even though Terra was not directly implicated in the war, but many factions within Terra sided with Certain nations during the war, so yes, it is quite possible that there was an assassination of some kind mm. I, I I don't know i I was never a you know a follower of, of hers and and like I said, that that all happened far to the east in my entire life, I've lived in this region, so i, I I'd never heard of Guthrain coming to the west. And, Was Githrain
2: large? I'm surprised that these gauntlets fit me.
1: Uh, you look at Yama, and Yama's short, small, but yeah. wide-legged, uh, wide-armed okay. individual. Yeah. And you think... I see.
2: <laughs> now it all makes sense. Oh, you know, Gethrain
1: And Yama lifts up a fist and uh, and pounds it on yours. Gethrain I think would be proud to see somebody like you wear... Wear these gauntlets, and I, you know. Also, you dealt with that roper practically by yourself, so I, I feel like it's only fitting that you uh, you get to take the spoils, as it were.
2: I wear them with honor.
0: Absolutely, only fair. Titan says, knowing that if they if those gloves had been a size for them, they would have <laughs> <Yeah>. absolutely taken. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sounds right. And so, as as you're having this conversation, you look outside of the chamber, outside of this little cavern. And you see that a little crowd has congregated of Gammy and Delilah and many other people from the caravan who have, you know, all their carts have kind of traffic jammed just behind the DeLargos. And the guards are trying to uh, create a little bit of order. And you see Gallivane shouting at people. Oh, okay, well, I, I just need you to hold on just a minute. We're trying to solve a, a broken axle and, and more than that. And uh, Fergus, Fergus, pick up that box. And you see that there's this box of treasure, which is still uh, smashed and, and splattering gold all over the, the road. Towards the back there, close to the crowd of people. And so Fergus goes over and starts collecting this gold and putting it into the box. What do you all want to do right now?
0: They, we were not treated with kindness by these people, even though there are were obviously bigger fish to fry. I'd rather not have another encounter with them at this moment, especially because I have. We're 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 in we're in safe company right now, right? It's just just us. There's no. Yes, you yeah. are out of view. I pull out the uh, the bracelet of tracking and mm. uh, show it to my my friends and just mm. say like, just because I have. Um, this now
3: <gasps> I audibly gas <guess. laughs> I just go, "Hmm, so what do we do? Do we hide in here?
2: Is the road not blocked?
1: So the road is very much blocked as you look back at the at the scene of this altercation with the rock monster, with the roper. You see that the treasure carriage is even more destroyed than it was. It got toppled over several times by the roper in this tug of war between it and the guards. And so it is now kind of splattered. You know, it's it's no longer parallel to the road. It's, uh, it's kind of jackknifed mm. in the middle of the road. So it's filling up most of the road.
2: Is it possible to move it? off to the side like is there enough space on where you could just like shove it out of the way Mm.
1: yeah so you think that just like judging by what you can see from here you think that fixing the carriage enough so that it would be ready to keep rolling would take hours but you think that moving it off to the side so that other carriages could pass you could probably do that in under an hour if you had enough people helping and and coordinated it and you know levered your staff against a rock that wasn't <laughs> trying to eat you. Great. <laughs> right.
2: I turned back to Titan and Joe Titan I think you should stay here but whether or not they want to or not I think we move them off the road and let the people pass.
0: Sure no I'm I'm down to help. I just, you know, they were trying to come for all of us mm-hmm.
2: for no reason. I cannot say that I care.
1: Thula speaks up and says well, I I don't know exactly what part of Hitherheim this door leads to, but I do know the routes in Hitherheim quite well. We could take the roads through Hitherheim, and they would lead us just as efficiently to the Evertree Sanctuary. The main entrance to Hitherheim is quite close to the turnoff from the Suddenflow River towards Evertree. Mm -hmm.
3: But if we do that, then we're leaving everyone here stuck behind this carriage.
0: They got to get their carriage unstuck themselves anyway, and they got
1: a whole battalion of people to do it. I don't mean to imply that that's what you should do. I I just... Mm -hmm.
3: And the proposal is we'd go. We're not trying to lead a caravan. No. Anyway, right? No. Yeah. Joe, you said Gabby was kind of near...
1: So there's a narrow road, Mm -hmm. and the, the carriage wreck is blocking that road and so everybody else who wasn't part of the fight is still back on the far side of this carriage wreck you gotcha. are on the uphill side and so you could you don't even have to go through terra to blow off the de Largos. you could just keep walking up the road hmm. you you basically have the open road ahead of you
3: are we leaving these people high and dry if we leave Like, it feels like the most straightforward thing is to follow the path through Terra, but I also am very aware that there's, like, a crowd of people that might have to make camp in the middle of the road and not reach their destination as planned if we don't assist. I'm happy
2: to help move that carriage if it means a few hours less for the travelers. I'm also happy to go through the cave if it means that we might not be once again attacked. Though, I will say they did not attack us. They threatened mm. to,
0: but. Well, they had their spears pointed at us and were only dissuaded because there was a larger threat. Yeah. At least that's what it felt like to me.
2: Yeah. I'm happy for either one.
0: I through the caves. Titan puts on their spelunking outfit <laughs> with a little <laughs> headlamp. <laughs> I feel like Jesu is
2: like mad. And doesn't give a shit about the Dar Largos. And so would go mm-hmm. out there and just like move shit if it helps. But it's not going to help that much, to be honest, right? It's just like a few hours.
0: Nah, they're going to get it. There's so many people that like they will get this carriage moved. Yeah. yeah. Especially because it's like the only way that the rich people are going to get to where they need to go too. So the carriage is going to get
1: moved.
2: Okay. Yeah, I get that. So
1: what do we, what do we think?
2: Oh, we're going to go through.
1: We're going to take the road through Terra. Let's do it. Yes. Cool. Thula nods and Yama says... Well, I guess we get to go to Terra together after all. It's, and then Yama looks over his shoulder, and you see the uh, the, the people, including Gami. and anything you want to. Just say to Gammy before we go, or
3: isn't that the whole point? That if I go talk to Gammy, I'm now putting myself back in eyesight of the Delargos. You would, yeah, which I'm not trying to do. I think since we're here, we're trying to
0: just. You got something you need to say to Gammy?
3: I only want to go.
0: You just want them to know that we're good.
3: Oh well, yeah, that we're good and
0: let's walk and talk you can like if if there's a message that you have for gammy i can get it to them you're you're close
1: enough you could just use the message cantrip oh
0: great
3: yeah tell her that we're good tell her that i'm sorry that we can't be there to help but i know that they've got this and oh that i just love them all that's it
0: Hey Gammy, it's your girl. Tighten your Bell here. We're good. Uh, Joe says that she loves you and everything, but like we're gonna take a different route, and we know that you got this. Smooches. <laughs> I said that all in my head,
1: so yeah. you don't know that that's how I translated <laughs> it, but that's what I said to Gammy. <laughs> you hear Gammy reply, "Oh, I'm so glad to hear that you're all okay and." Definitely, take whatever out you need. The DeLargos were being totally unreasonable. If you ask me, I think the faster you can go figure out what that whole dragon situation, the better for all of us. So, speed on your journey. Great. Awesome.
0: (laughs) I I, I say back to Joe, oh, yeah, they said we good. We should keep going because, like, they worried about the dragon and whatnot.
3: Gammy said we good. (laughs) Basically... (laughs) Okay.
1: (laughs) And with that, Thula reaches out and closes the door to this little antechamber. And Yama, at the same time, opens the inner door that leads into Terra proper. And as he does so, the door opens and you see the distinct purple light of the Terran torches illuminating a path in front of you.
3: That's kind of wild, right? This
1: is. (laughs) Hello, fine friends and familiars, and welcome to Yama's Yammers, the segment that gives you insights about Rock Hatima that you never knew, you didn't know, you needed to know. Here's a tidbit for you to nibble on today about Ropers. Ropers, it's well known, imitate the cave formation known as a stalagmite, but there's a rare subspecies that crawls on cave ceilings, hanging down, imitating stalactites, and they'll eat anyone, except that they're allergic to beets. I know. It's strange. Maybe it's the B vitamins or something, but it's true. And there's a simple way to tell the difference between a ground roper and a ceiling roper. You make sure that the first person in your adventuring party always has beets in their pocket. So then you'll know it's a ceiling roper when the beet drops okay that's enough of that let's move on to the rest of the mid-roll shall we like me thanking people now there's a whole host of folks who make this podcast possible not just yamas yammers but the whole show a couple of them you hear us shout out a lot that's andrew and steve thanks andrew and steve and this week it's my privilege to thank a couple of other folks who support the show both of whom you might have heard us mention a few times before one is andrew yes another andrew andrew To be exact, the other is someone I suspect you'll hear a lot about, and that person is Jessie Davis. Rumor has it that she'll be talking crit with the hosts of When Crit Happens very soon, and that'll be a Patreon exclusive episode. So if you are like old Yama here, and you like to support community-funded media, go ahead and do your part and chip in for the show, and and keep Yama yammering for another three hundred years okay well that's it for me now let's go back to the main feed and see what's happening and as you venture into these tunnels the thing that you notice is that even though it's dark and it does take you a few minutes to adjust to walking underground in the dark there is clearly some effect in this purple light that is beyond just visual. There's some kind of wavelength in it that cheers you up a little bit in the way that a warm, sunny day can cheer you up. And it seems logical that this magical light that fills the realm of Terra would have some kind of beneficial effect for the people and, uh, and help vitamin them D. <laughs> give them some vitamin D. And so it doesn't feel... Closed in. It doesn't feel, even if you might have expected it to seem kind of, you know, claustrophobic or something, you have a sense of the vast amount of space around you in these tunnels as you go. And the airflow is good, but at the same time, you don't see anybody. And it seems like it has been a long time since these tunnels were frequently used.
3: As we walk in, Joe is on one hand. We've had a really big day <laughs> of seeing Jasu murder someone and then appear to have like <laughs> committed suicide by just jumping into this monster. Uh-huh. So I think like there's an, there's a very strong undertone of of that experience. But also for Joe, being in Terra, I think is like a bit giddy, like just mm-hmm. to see it all. And I've never been and I've only heard about this. So on the flip side, I think Joe is like pretty stoked to be walking through these tunnels. Mm-hmm. And I rub my mood ring to see yeah. if while in Terra, well, because I'm excited. So I would want my dad to know. But also like I'm curious if it works while I am in Terra.
1: Yeah, Uh you rub your mood ring, and nothing happens. <gasps> and Yama looks looks over at you and says, "What? What? What is that? What you got there?"
3: Oh, it's a mood ring. Do you know what a mood ring is, Yama? Do they have mood rings? A Mood ring.
1: Hmm. No, so it never heard of one.
3: So I rub this mood ring. And my dad, who has a mood ring that's connected to mine, will get to get to see my mood, get to see my vibe, oh, okay. you know.
1: Sure. Yeah. And
3: vice versa, that if he rubs his mood ring, I will be able to see his mood show up on mm-hmm. my ring.
1: I see. So you're you're rubbing it to try to show him your mood. Yep. Okay.
3: And so is it clear that it's broken? Or, or no, not broken. It, it
1: doesn't look broken, but you do remember that your your dad said that it didn't work across the oh, Silver Sea when that's right. your mom goes to Ager, and so now that you are mm-hmm. in Terra, you think that it's not going to work.
3: Bummer. Okay. I'm a little bit bummed. I look down. Moving on.
1: Yama says, I mean, I know it seems like we just went into a cave and now we're just underground, and in a sense, we are, but this is a different place. You know? It's a whole new and uh i i've never quite understood exactly all the ins and outs of why and how and any of that i don't think anybody really does at least not anybody that i've ever met but it's it's a different world down
0: here now see what you should have done was the 90s sitcom it's a different world from where you come from went right over my head yes just right over my head yeah. And I waved at it. At
2: yeah. it. That's it. Passed me by. I said, yeah. "Oh, bye, yeah. bye." Reference. Yeah, I, f- I forgot. I do not know. I forgot there's no
0: other, no other black people on this pod. I forgot. <laughs> you said, oh "I'm God. all and also, alone." I'm <laughs> uh, you said, "When does the beat drop?" <laughs> oh my gosh. We've, I'm sure we told that story. We'll tell it later. Anyways, yes, <clears throat>
1: a whole new world. Continue. Okay. <laughs> and. Is at the tail end of that little conversation that you start to hear the sound of flowing water. And Thula says, I've never been to this particular part of Hitherheim before, so I don't know exactly where we are, but that sound of water, it it could be the flumes. And as you go around another bend, you see that there is a little opening in this tunnel which looks out onto... Another differently carved tunnel that's not much bigger. It's still about, you know, 5, 10 feet wide, 10, 15 feet tall in most places. But this one has a steady downward grade that you can tell even from here. And where these two tunnels intersect, there is a little alcove where there's a little boat. And the stream of water seems to be going consistently downhill. And Thula looks excited and looks at all of you and says, this is part of the flume system. It it was used when the forges were active to get firewood and other necessary materials to the fell forges quickly. But since the fell forges have largely closed, it's primarily used Mm. by people now, just traveling from one part of Hitherheim to the other. This should take us to central hitherheim which as i said is very close to the turnoff for the evertree sanctuary so i think this could make our journey much faster do we need like a boat and you see that there is a small little (laughs) squared off boat in this (laughs) alcove it looks old doesn't look like anybody's used it in a while Mm -hmm. but it has a rudder both on the front and Mm -hmm. the back because the boat barely fits in this little tunnel The only place to steer is the front and the back. Will
2: I fit in the boat? You
1: will fit in the boat. It will be tight with everybody in there, but all five of you will fit.
3: Okay. Let's use the boat. Yeah, I feel us thinking
0: this is the route. Great. I think we should hop in the boat. While while we're on this magical gondola ride. whoa! <laughs> tell me, you keep saying this word <laughs> talking about Fell Forges and like that sounds like dark and sensual. What were the Fell Forges? Oh. Just so curious. Yes. Is that where is that where the Gauntlets came from? Yama says,
1: "Oh, I don't think so." Like Tukla said, uh Gethrane was known far off to the east. Uh, perhaps, hmm. though, I mean, even though these gauntlets are famous for being worn by Gethrane, perhaps they came from the fell forges.
0: Why were they fell? The fell isn't like they were just
1: underground so they had fallen or fell like they were dastardly. Thule says, this is a great question. I, I'm i never quite sure of my etymological understanding of certain names in terra they are very <laughs> old names i could
0: also just be like it could be something that's lost in translation i could be like oh it's the fell forges and i've got all sorts of associations with the word fell and that could be not what you mean so like you know it could just be like somebody named fell made some forges you know what i'm saying
1: <laughs> i can't tell you that i have the definitive answer beama kind of nods in the sense yeah i don't, I don't never knew why they were the fell Forges. is just kind of a scary name when you think about it.
0: Like, yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: that fell beast is uh,
0: fierce, cruel, terrible, Ooh. malevolent, sinister. <laughs> fell. Yeah,
1: I don't like that.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Titan, like after they rattle rattles off all of those words, uh-huh. and for a moment, it's just like remember, like flashes back to a time like before they had gone to see the show that awakened them when they were like a kid yeah. who was competing in the spelling bee. <laughs> <laughs> uh- <laughs>
1: they just they shake it off and they're like mm-hmm. <clears throat> what <laughs> and yama says do we have to go to the fell forges and thula says I, I don't believe so i think that there are ways of getting off of the flume because people use it for transit now and so uh, we we should be able to get off when we when we are close to the the main exit but these tunnels look like they are not frequently used so i i don't know exactly where we are but i'm willing to try if you all are
2: How long do you expect it to take us?
1: Well, if we were walking at the pace that we have thus far, I think it would take us another solid eight hours of walking. Uh, But the flume will accelerate that. And you look and you see that the water is flowing quite quickly.
2: Excellent. Though I did want to do eight hours of sleeping, but that... (laughs)
1: <laughs> Do you want to make a make a little camp? It has been a long day. We could camp out now and
0: let's get in this
1: boat. You want to get on the boat first, and we'll see where it takes let's us. Do the boat? Are you sure, Jasu? You look a little you look a little weary. I I just don't want to force you into uh, anything. Uh,
0: Titan goes over to Yama and just like pulls him aside. Was like never, ever,
3: <laughs>
0: ever, <laughs> ever <laughs> go up to a woman Uh or any human okay and tell them
1: okay (laughs) that they look tired
0: oh okay
1: but wait but but what if you want to give them a nice little uh, couch or something to to, to rest on now you
0: can offer them some respite like hey would you like to lay down but if they say no I'm good you keep it moving you don't say hey you look you look tired
1: what are you Uh not going to say again you look fatigued (laughs) nope Nope, you nope. Look,
0: that's still the same thing. You, that's still um, the same thing. All right, you look. Nope, r- nope, nope, w- nope. No, no, look. You don't. You don't look. You look beautiful. You sound. Would you also like to lay down? Oh, you look fierce. You want to rest for a little bit? Oh, interesting. You see, see how that works, Yama.
1: Okay, sure. So, what are you not going to say? Uh, well, I won't say you look tired. Guess. I won't say that. Nope. Great. Okay, I'm glad. Need Mm -hmm. some rest.
0: Would you like to rest? There There you go. go.
1: Great. Great. Yeah. I'm glad we had this chat, Yama.
0: Okay, we're gonna get on the boat. (laughs) All right, let's do it.
1: (laughs) And Thula is corralling this boat. It is tight in here. Like I said, there is a rudder in the front and the back, and so Thula instructs you and says, one person will need to be on each rudder. I. Was never good at this, so I'm willing to do it if you'd like, but I think that I would not be a great choice. Who would like to steer the boat? I'm happy to assist. Oh, oh, great. Anybody else want to take a spot on the rudder?
3: Yeah, if we need another person on the rudder in the back. Oh, Uh, because there's two. Yeah, there are two. Yes, Let's do this thing. Great, great. I'm so glad.
2: The and biggest oh, oh, person oh, and okay. the smallest. You, you
0: really you want to do it? Okay, great. hmm That's great. <laughs> Wonderful. Titan does that thing just just after everybody Someone else has like decided they're going to pay the check. It's like, oh, I was gonna. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, you got it. This okay, great. Yeah, okay.
3: The weight in our boat is going to be very yes. uneven. <laughs> I'm sitting
2: on one
0: side
3: and everyone else is sitting on the other. <laughs>
1: and these boats are stout. They look like they were made to carry large loads of ore and mechanical devices and things. So it definitely holds all of you without uh, much of an issue. But it does look like it's an old boat. It has seen plenty of journeys.
3: Is there any noticeable holes that we should be aware of? Anything that just looks sketch from the start?
1: No, it doesn't look like the boat's going to fall apart underneath you. Kai
3: says, are you about to fuck us?
2: (laughs) Are you?
1: And... As you are all finding your places in the boat, Thula gives a little kick off the rocky edge of the alcove and the boat slides out into the current of this flume. What a good word. And you feel the pace pick up immediately as the current catches you. It's a narrow little chute that only has a couple of feet on either side, so there's not a lot of room to steer as you go and you start to pick up pace and rocket down this flume. There's not much steering that you have to do as you're going down. Just kind of keep the boat from hitting the sides. And you're going so much faster than you would have if you were walking.
3: How far in front of us can we see?
1: Uh, Great question. You have dark vision? Yeah. Uh, So it's illuminated by these purple lights yeah at wider intervals than in the walking hallway so there are large sections that are very dim but with your dark vision you can see pretty much like normal because of, the, of these purple mm-hmm. lights can everyone the, else see i can i else have
3: dark vision i cannot okay i i do not have dark vision i would like to if it's useful just shine my flashlight in this mm. new beam yeah setting. that is helpful just out in front.
1: Yeah, that will alleviate any need for Jasu to roll with disadvantage. Mm-hmm. So this isn't going to be six second rounds because this is a... You're going to be in this boat for a while. But I would like somebody to roll a D6 for me and another person to roll a D8 for me.
2: I can do a D8. I'll
3: do a D6. Eight.
1: Awesome. Three. Three. Great. Is
0: it? Is it great, Torsten?
1: <laughs> uh, so you start to hear, in addition to the, the sound of the flowing water, you start to hear what you could only describe as a rapid in front of you. And I'm as you get closer, you realize that there is some kind of crack in the ground beneath you. And you think that your boat is going to slam into it and probably take a significant blow to the hull if you don't do something about it as you are rocketing towards what looks like a small chasm in the flume I'm
3: sorry, so are we able to avoid it if we steer in different directions
2: you are or no not. it's just you okay. are
1: going to go over it and it doesn't look like it's huge and can so the, i
2: destroy water and like get rid of the excess is that what the problem is it's like coming up oh so like,
1: Actually, you think that creating more water would be better. There's kind of like a little crack, and so the boat is going to... Oh, like, I see. You think that the boat is going to run into the... Basically, going to run into the bottom of the stream.
3: We uh, might like bottom out or But something. you
1: might bottom out and do, uh, do some damage to the boat. And so by creating more water, even just for a, the instant that you are going over it, it could definitely help. I use help my things.
2: last spell slot <gasps> and create water.
1: Amazing. Okay, so that is going to give everybody advantage on this. I want you all to make athletics checks as you try to arrange yourselves in the boat so that the bow of the boat is high when you're going over it. And then you might even want to shift your weight forward after you are halfway across it so that you don't bottom out on the back half.
3: 24.
1: Yeah, i are going to make checks as well. 13. 15. All right, so as you cast this spell jasu and the extra water blooms up it's like you're you're going on a big rapid your boat hits the wave which pushes you over the obstruction so that you're not in danger of hitting the rock and at the same time you like pull up on the boat And Yama also jumps holding the backside of the boat. And so the boat kind of does a little bit of like a skateboard move as it goes over the hell yeah, this rapid. And you chug on down on the far side. Dope. Yama says, Whoa. That was great. Did you look in that chasm? You see how deep it went? Yeah.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah this is this is a real crazy. fun boat ride we've got. It really going on is here. though,
2: isn't it? I do feel slightly tired <laughs> as I notice that I have no more spells.
1: <laughs> and then you are in the boat going downstream again without any real significant obstructions.
2: Can I do the attunement for the gauntlets or is am I a little bit too distracted doing the boat?
1: You know, I think if you pass off the rudder, then I think that you could probably spend some time attuning to those gauntlets, yeah.
0: Fine. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you.
1: Great. Yeah, perhaps it's what you see in the chasm. As, As the boat passes over the chasm, you're able to see up into the cracks. Down below, it seems like some of the water is pouring down, but it's kind of, caught in in some kind of trough and and so it's not you're not losing much water from the stream but as you look up you see that this split widens and you see sparkling seams of some kind of precious metals or stones or something and it's you're not quite sure what they are but it looks magnificent almost like glittering stars except Mm -hmm. that it's pieces of the earth itself And so, Titan, you take the rudder and Jasu, you can sit back and take a look at these gauntlets. Um, As you start taking a look at the gauntlets, I'd like another D6 and another D8.
0: I'll do the D8. I
3: got the six. Six.
1: Three. All right. So, Jasu, the right hand has this yellow sapphire and what you come to realize as you're sort of feeling them and and you probably started doing this as you were walking down the tunnels as well when you're wearing both of them any melee attack you make with the one that has that yellow gem your right hand is considered magical and it has a plus one to attack and damage rolls so it seems to be empowering your strikes with weapons held in that hand.
3: Oh, with all weapons held in that hand. Exactly. Mm.
1: Uh, So if you are attacking with your staff, if you're attacking with a sword, anything that you're holding in that hand, uh, and that also includes the unarmed strike Mm. with that hand. The left hand has an empty setting, Mm. and what you realize is that there is the potential for some other magic, but you would need to put a gem here you would need to put some kind of magical stone in this spot hmm. and what you realize as you're looking at it is that the sky stone from the brooch would probably fit in this setting
0: oh oh
2: who had it it was joe right
0: joe has
1: it yeah, yeah.
2: i think as um. we're going and as i'm realizing that i like glance up at joe and and i i say joe can I have the Sky Stone? <laughs> why?
3: <laughs> what? I mean, sure, but like, yeah, why? Why? I just so. I think I have an idea. I look over at Titan.
0: Don't give her no stones. You being shady as fuck, girl. <laughs> <laughs> what well, she want the Sky I Stone believe. for? Her. You know, you saw that it was, it made old girl go all crazy, fly up in the sky and stuff, and you want to hold on to it. You is not making good decisions, you my, my friend. And we want to put a stone Titan, in I your believe hand In, my, that's fit gonna make in you my gauntlet. Yeah, I know what you mean. I made the connection as soon as you asked what for the magic would be stone. The issue of me attempting to put the sky
3: stone in
2: the gauntlet. It would affect no one but myself. I yes. love
3: this idea, however. Maybe we do it when we're not in a boat in close quarters. <laughs> yes, because what yes. if lightning comes not down underground and like, in a boat. strikes all maybe, of can us? We
0: just maybe wait. Maybe just yeah. wait till we get above ground. Maybe. Because <laughs> 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 just for recollection, it's like she was wearing this brooch, and it, it was like. Oh, but there was a spirit in there, right? The dragon was in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Right?
1: Yeah, that was yeah. spirit was, kind of was messing with her. It, yeah. Now it seems like it is just a magical piece of rock.
2: It is just a magical piece of rock.
1: <laughs> you don't know.
2: I do know. I have, How do you know? I am able to sense these things.
0: You know what I'm able to sense right now, Jasu? What, Titan? That you're making reckless decisions. That you're making reckless ass decisions. That's what I'm able to sense. So we go going to have a rest and tomorrow, maybe you're not going to be making reckless ass decisions and then it'll be a good time for you to put this I stone. in your hand. I think I can do hand. what I
2: want. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not making a move for it, but I am annoyed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it is uh, during this little squabble. Keep, keep an eye on the, on, the, on the flume, everybody. We know, Yama. <laughs> that suddenly the light from your magical torch is doused. And none of you can see anything in front of you just about 20 feet ahead and you are rocketing towards this dark splotch in the cavern in front of you.
3: Like unnaturally dark, In the, like that, now with dark vision, we can't see through it, exactly. so it feels magically dark.
1: <laughs> it feels magically dark, like the beam of your flashlight hits it and you oh, can okay. suddenly see nothing mm. behind it.
2: Channel Division, Divinity, Wrath of Lightning. Uh, okay. I'm trying to strike whatever's in front of us uh-huh. both to see and to be able to get through
1: okay the wrath of lightning does what
2: you cause a web of lightning to envelop a creature within 10 feet of you that you can see uh, strength or dexterity saving throw or be restrained but my goal is more to just like be able to see what's going on okay
3: yeah similar idea i think as soon as i realize this i cast fire bolts. Just like out in the distance.
1: Great. You both channel various forms of elemental energy and shoot them forward and they disappear into the darkness. <gasps> the boat rockets forward. Titan, anything you want to do? Scream. <laughs> uh, Yama's, wait a second. Where are we? What's going on? Is
3: there anything oh for God. us to like, is there anything on the sides of the wall like, Is there anything for us to sling a rope to or try to slow down?
1: You look around and you don't see any great protrusions here. If you all worked in tandem, you might be able to slow the boat down a little bit, but probably not stop it. Definitely not before you get to that Mm -hmm. area of darkness. And I'm just going to prepare uh-huh. like I
0: scream and my screaming is a preparation for me to cast dissonant whispers at something if it if it looks like there's a bad thing. Great. Happening. Do you have to be able to see it? N- I do not. It has to be able to hear me. Awesome.
3: Dua, is this normal? I'm yelling
1: out. Well, there are things down I- I- in Terra which usually don't plague the flume system, but this one does seem a bit underused. And you pass into the darkness. All of a sudden, you can see nothing, even those of you with dark vision, which might be a new sensation. Uh, the next thing that happens is that you, I would like all of you to roll, let's just say a luck check. Roll a d20.
2: Wow, seven. Seven, but a really high seven. And a really seven high is my favorite the high seven. Number.
1: 13. Six, okay. You feel what you can only describe as a flesh umbrella descends down gross. <laughs> between what you. What a
2: terrible description.
1: And whoever's standing next to Joe feels this. I think it might be Jasu sitting there uh, looking at these gauntlets. And this thing lands on your head and tries to scramble towards your face. I'm casting distant whispers. <laughs> it deals... It deals four points of bludgeoning damage to you and Dissonant Whispers goes off.
3: Is it big?
1: Uh, no, it's not big. It's like it's like an umbrella size, so it's big enough to cover your entire face.
2: Okay. I would like to unarm strike it. Don't uh, hit my face, please. I almost
0: max well, damaged on that. 16, 16 damage on Dissonant Whispers.
1: 16 damage, and then everybody roll initiative. And it, oh, Well, well it, it needs to make a wisdom save as well to take that full damage. Gotcha. It gets an 11. It fails. Seven. 17. 19. Great. So, Titan, you get to go again. Um,
0: get the fuck out of here! <laughs> I say to, the, to to that thing. Uh-huh. And so I'll also... It it didn't die with that it one dis- didn't die. Yeah, I'll, I'll cast
1: it again. <laughs> You'll cast it again? Okay. Nice. Another nice. wisdom. That is a five- Ten more damage. And as the second Dissonant whisper goes <laughs> off, you feel this thing trying to get off your face, Joe. The boat keeps going and the whole inky darkness dissipates and you see this little squid-like umbrella-shaped thing no. and Yama goes, Oh my God, it's a dark mantle. Get that thing out of here. And uh, you see it falls limply down onto the floor of the boat at your feet.
2: No. I take it in my hand and I throw it overboard.
1: Great. Somebody roll a D8 for me.
2: No. Seven.
1: And as you throw it overboard, you look down ahead of you and you see a huge obstruction. The entire tunnel is filled with rocks and the water is still passing through, but the boat will not be able to pass through. And off to the right... Just in front of it you see a little alcove. And it looks like with good steering you might be able to get the boat into the little alcove, but otherwise the boat is gonna slam into this rocky sieve. So people on the rudders, I would like you Just Sue, to... take the rudder and I give just <laughs> Bardic inspiration. <laughs> Amazing. And I
2: take the rudder because I don't believe that Titan will be able to handle this.
0: Uh,
1: Joe, you take the other rudder. <laughs> <laughs> and I would like a dexterity <laughs> checks. Uh, oh, damn can, it. I, I, t- I thought
0: it was going to be athletics. <laughs> you
1: can use boat handling if, if you have proficiency in water vessels. Uh, I don't know if any of you have any of that. No, sure, so, no. so wait,
2: I need to make this dex check?
1: Uh, yeah, I'd like you to make a dex check, and please. I and can't,
2: I can't make athletics instead of dex? You
1: know, I think what you really need here is the dexterity with the rudder.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah, no, that makes that that, that makes sense. <laughs> I have a minus one to dexterity. we
0: well, have got that D8 now. I'm just being mean. Great.
2: Oh, I rolled a nineteen on the
3: die. That's so crazy. So I got an eighteen plus the d.
0: If you
1: need it, you don't need to use it, but you can. Yeah, I
3: rolled a seventeen. I don't know if I should use it or not.
1: Seventeen and an eighteen, and you slide up the the boat skids up against the rock wall a little bit, and then slides into this alcove. Kind of hits the the rock on the far wall, and Fucking Fula nailed it. jumps out. Oh, good landing. Yama says, and you are all able to breathe easy, and you see that you are in a little alcove next to what looks like a pretty large passageway in the central area of Hitherheim. And that is where we will leave our session. Hitherheim? (laughs)
0: Yeah. oh wow wow, wow, wow,
2: wow! i definitely need a rest y'all i'm about to go to take it's a yeah. nap yeah. it's, yes. I'll
0: go. because you won v one a whole encounter bruh yeah i have nothing left i have
3: two two divine senses and literally nothing else <laughs> and i rolled a 19 i forgot to add my plus two. Oh, <laughs> nice. wow nice we killed that yeah,
1: yeah you did killed you it. killed that dark mantle <laughs> gross well done y'all that's a wide vagina well <laughs> shall fun. we talk about fun. some dirty, crit? dirty, dirty.
0: Crit. crit
1: yeah i think i'd like to start things off by saying thank you so much for going in a direction that i <laughs> didn't honestly <laughs> expect you to go in that Ooh. was pretty great that was that that's was so awesome. fun
2: Especially because I thought you were pushing us that way. I thought you were like, oh, go into Terra. Go into Terra.
1: Yeah, you know, you really like, I know I've said this before, but trying to play the game of where the DM wants you to go with me is is bad news. I can't help
2: it. I'm going to (laughs) keep playing it. Yeah, I can't not play Mm -hmm. it. I have a people pleaser. What can I say? (laughs) Oh, man. I wrote down a few things. I wrote down the hug from Joe, which was very sweet. Mm. I wrote down the game of telephone, which I thought was hilarious. And then I wrote down, you look tired, because yeah. also. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I'm glad that Titan addressed that
3: in that moment. <laughs> that yeah. was amazing. I feel like Titan addressed the yeah. credit okay. mm. in the moment. Yep. Yeah yeah Absolutely. yeah we didn't have to because it was addressed
2: <laughs> why would you ever tell any person that they look tired it makes no sense what is the purpose Absolutely. of that so either the answer that? either that's correct and now i know that i look tired or the it's not correct and i think i look tired yeah, so right. what does that do right. <laughs> yep. so
0: you look would you like to rest that's fine you can say that i'm gonna use that
3: yeah in my oh, personal look, life
0: so should <laughs> i say that
1: I you know t- i feel tired oh, and sure i if if you feel tired, too. Yeah. Is
0: that okay? That was a lot of... You just did a lot of work. Would you like to rest? Are you tired? Mm. All right. Yeah.
1: Uh, One of the other things that I thought was really funny was the super sketch way that Jasu asked for (laughs) Skystone. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I I thought (laughs) people were
2: going to say no and then they did. And I was trying to just get it. So...
1: (laughs)
0: if you had if you had led with right. hey i think this yeah. thing might fit in this thing do you want to try it out
1: yeah. i think i
0: would have been like yeah sure go for yeah. it but you you just led with joe long pause may i have the stone <laughs> <laughs> yeah no. i was like uh,
2: uh why would, i don't know oh,
0: why why do you want it <laughs> i have an idea about it <laughs> I <laughs> so like, that. Ah, nah, the most you no, like, After literally um, diving
2: into a, like a, a vat of dirt after this monster. Yep. <laughs> yeah, a little unhinged. Look, Jasu has feelings.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. real. New ones, new feelings.
2: New feelings. Doesn't know where to put them, doesn't know how to handle them.
1: Okay, G. So I'm, I'm curious about you had the hugging on your list.
2: Yeah, I definitely think hugging.
3: I feel like the hug was very sweet. Yeah, I was relieved to see you. Mm -hmm. I think it was that kind of like desperation hug, Mm. sense of relief. Also, I think it's probably not lost on Joe that like Jasu maybe isn't feeling like hugging. (laughs) Mm. And so in that sense, it might be a bit selfish, but we just left town. We're starting off on this adventure and like, oh my gosh, and we just lost a member of the crew because they were eaten by a rock monster and or are like really volatile. Mm -hmm. And who knows what they'll do next? But like, thank it, goodness. It reminded me still- of that.
2: It's like if you ever have like a family member who's who's a little bit volatile. It's like it's definitely that moment where you're like, I don't know what this person is doing. I don't know what they're going to do. But I am really glad that they're okay mm-hmm. in this very moment because who knows if they will be yeah. or continue to be. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also wrote down when does the beat drop, which I can't believe we haven't. <laughs> if we haven't told that story, I cannot believe it.
1: Yeah, I don't know this story. Oh my goodness.
0: So all right. So I don't know how to tell this story because so Deanna and I are it's early in our relationship. We're mm-hmm. listening to, you know, to Spotify or, uh, you know, is hanging mm-hmm. out and vibing and listening to tunes. We were having sexual and times in Diana case puts anyone on this. didn't
2: get the reference what Joshua was just saying. I was going to say, is this is like a Netflix and chill situation.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. It was post. Yeah, it was post. actually was sex. Yeah. So Deanna puts on this song. And oh no, no no no! Like I, I think I sang the song. Yeah, go ahead. I think ahead. I
2: sang, I don't think I put it on first. I I sang the song, mm. and then you started singing the song, and then I was like, "You're wrong. Those aren't the lyrics." And you're like, "You're wrong. Those aren't the lyrics." Mm. And that's why I started playing the song. Oh. Got it.
0: So mm. so you you started saying. Oh,
2: how does it go? Uh, that's just the way it is. Some things will never change. That's just the way it is. Ah, but don't you believe
0: them? Ugh, so good, and I said, "Okay, no, that's just the way it is. <laughs> <laughs> things will never be the same." And you're like, "No, some things will never change." I was like, "No, it's things. Some things, things will I never said, change."
2: Absolutely, fucking not.
0: So then Deanna says, uh-huh. "Okay, I'm gonna play the song." Uh-huh. Starts to play the song. Da-da-da, da-da-da. That's just the way its mm-hmm. Some things will never change. And I'm like, okay, okay, maybe I was wrong about that. And so I'm listening to the song for like, you know, another like 15 seconds and I go... When does the beat drop? Because Deanna is playing Phil Collins's. That's oh Just the Way It no, Is. No, no, it's not
2: Phil Collins, I don't which, think, actually. Which
0: I did not know was a song. Uh-huh. And I am thinking about, of course, Changes by Tupac Shakur. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wait, hold on. I don't yeah. think it's That's Just the Way
2: It Is, is by Bruce, Bruce something. Bruce Hornsby. Bruce Hornsby. Oh. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It's another All white right, guy. Yeah. Sounds like it, and and yeah, and then Joshua was like, "When does the beat drop?" And truly, we've uh, it's just amazing <laughs> and a great way for us to be like, our references are not the same.
0: When does the beat drop? That's really That's funny. That's great. When does so when do, does do, the beat drop? When the beat drop? What are you talking like, about? <laughs> like this is a rap so song. So Joshua, oh, were you <laughs>
3: like, were you nope. also write? Was there parts of the song that like the chorus just changes up? And you were thinking of a different part. No, or, no, no, no. no. Changes. Okay. Just the, the
0: lyrics are just yeah. different in changes than and they are, and that's just but, the way it is. And is even the though, oh, though melody similar, oh, it? the, no, okay. it's this. The melody mm-hmm. is the same. The piano Whoa. is the same. It's just uh-huh. changes. Use the music yeah. from that's just the way it, it is. Sampled. Gotcha. Yes. But
3: just change gotcha. the and words slightly. Yeah. yeah. And that yeah. is why gotcha. when you told that story, I thought both yeah. were true. I didn't see the problem at first. It was like, yeah, oh that one exists. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We did, exists. I didn't know the Tupac one existed. <laughs> and, and
0: I didn't know that the yes, Bruce Hornsby. Totally. I didn't know that Bruce Hornsby existed. <laughs> period. <laughs> Yeah. And so,
3: if we would have been a thruple, and I would have been there, we would have all,
0: been the. Then
1: have I would the have said, Awards. "Oh,
3: yeah, these boats have been so nice
1: for <laughs> us." Yep, there's no conflict here.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what it's like to be a white person, a person of color, and a mixed race individual. <laughs> <laughs> oh
3: gosh, that's so good. I'm glad you tied that up for me. Yes. It was lost <laughs> me for a moment Oh my god, that's
0: beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Let's
2: put that on a t-shirt. Seriously. <laughs> 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 uh, uh,
1: really perfect God, really perfect uh, <laughs> uh, amazing <laughs> well yeah. I don't know if there's, so there's anything so there's else to cover yeah. after that well, we can end the episode Any, now. <laughs> yeah anything else that was on your list um,
2: eh? I put down when to help as like a question mm. but I don't oh, and a yeah. telephone yeah,
1: yeah. okay that, that, no, that's that's some real crit because I feel like that was the big pivotal uh, decision of mm. this episode that right mm. most of the juicy fighting and all the bullshit with the DeLargos and everything was last episode But this time you have the decision. Do you go help pick up the pieces and face the DeLargos again or just bounce? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I think it felt, it more felt like bouncing for Joe. Uh
1: huh. But like I th- you wanted to bounce or like it felt no, like you No, were... it, it didn't
3: feel like a graceful exit. I mean, I'm glad that that interaction with Gammy made it better. But like bouncing yeah. feels like PCL, by right. kind of vibe versus like, oh, no, this is the right choice. I think Joe left not knowing if that was mm-hmm. the right choice. But I I think what she was coming up against was the desire for familiarity. Mm. And so, like, staying and helping the people in her community. Oh, we're fixing this wagon. It's all, like, very familiar. And then I think Kylie, the player, was like, oh, I totally thought we were going to go back and, like, deal with the DeLargos like I never you know fathomed that it was going to be an option that we weren't going to deal with that interaction yeah. so I feel like both things were happening mm-hmm. that made it difficult to decide yeah. that. Well,
2: yeah. It's also you were saying like of the abandonment of like friends and stuff and like how you're like it, I mean I do think it was different for Joe because you know these people well as opposed mm-hmm. to like for others who like knowing that uh, people I don't know very well will be inconvenienced for a few hours sucks but it's different than it's like i know my best friend is going to be stuck in that traffic jam for four hours it just totally. it feels a little different yeah. yeah
3: and i think also the fact that we were like we just told them that there's yeah. like a dragon on the loose in yeah. these parts and so just like making camp outside and not like real shelter yeah. Yeah. just felt like oh probably better to get some place and not be exposed but mm. like Also, there are a lot of you here to solve this problem. I don't have to be the fixer in my community, which was the role like literally with physically Mm -hmm. fixing things. Mm -hmm. Responsibility complex much. Yeah.
1: Totally. Yeah. yeah. That's why it was so interesting because I feel like it's one of the things that I've been feeling a lot in my, in various parts of my life, both family and work, like how to... Not just delegate responsibility, mm. but trust other people to yeah. take responsibility for their yeah. own shit. Mm.
2: My therapist and I have a new saying, not my baby dolls. That comes from the fact that when mm. I was a child, I had a shit ton of baby dolls, and at first I had just like a mm. couple. But then my parents thought that I really liked baby dolls, and so they kept giving me baby dolls for like Christmas. They gave <laughs> me like my my siblings mm-hmm. gave me their baby dolls. And I would take care of all of them. And it's the reason I did it was not because I loved baby dolls, but it was because I thought that if no one walked the baby dolls every day, if no one took them out and fed them, <laughs> that they would be sad. Aww. And so I was truly overwhelmed and was just like stop giving me baby dolls i have too many Um, and i don't have the time to take care (laughs) of all of them so why do you keep giving me more and then oh one of the baby dolls and i will never forget was like literally it had a it had a battery pack and it would cry it would, it would make noise if you didn't feed it within mm. a few hours or whatever. You were supposed to do it every now and oh, then. You were supposed to change its diaper. It was an actual
1: Whoa.
2: fucking baby doll that that's, was alive, yeah, except it out. was not alive. It was a robot, but whatever. I will never forget the day that I <laughs> yeah. turned it off and was like, I I have failed you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> 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 i have to move on. I have to be able to live my life as a six-year-old, me being like, it's all just been too much. <laughs> uh, yeah, we now use that as a not my baby doll because like... Those baby dolls were not my responsibility. Yeah. They were dolls and they would have absolutely been mm. fine if I had not taken them up and rocked them. But mm. as a six year old, I wasn't aware of that. And as a fully grown adult, sometimes I don't realize that I'm treating other people like baby dolls when they are actually completely fine without me. Sure.
3: Yeah. Mm. I mean, I think that there's <clears throat> definitely elements of my personality, right, that are in Joe. Like, I'm thinking about my. Uh, I mean, this was the la- the last time I took this test was a long time ago, but like the Strength mm. Finders test that sometimes you, you like take for work, and my strength <laughs> <finders>. <laughs> yeah, that's the ad for it. Is that responsibility, discipline, and connectedness mm. were my three, and so like responsibility and discipline are like not. I don't think they're not fun, but they're like oh, that makes sense, and they're very like. they're very stern i feel like out of all the things you can be from that test it's like oh mine are the very like type a ones and then also my enneagram is an eight and the idea of like one of the writing exercises that I saw on Instagram about like, oh, yeah, this might be helpful for you to do if you're an eight. It's like, write down all of the people that you feel responsible for. Ooh. And then write down basically how they, they're they totally fucking fine without <laughs> you. <laughs> like how they're going about living their lives and they don't need you. And it's like, mm. uh-huh. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Like that struck a chord. Totally. <laughs> and so I think I built Joe as a character like that for her dad specifically, mm-hmm. and so it doesn't surprise me that that has translated out to her community, mm-hmm. and how like a little bit or a lot of bit of me is in that. In Joe, mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> sure, and and it's such a part of the D and D like archetype of the hero complex yeah. and like mm. there's a problem mm-hmm. why are we playing this game so that we can fix those problems mm-hmm. show me mm-hmm. a problem then i gotta fix and yeah. so it's really interesting to see you all be like all right here's a problem they can solve it by themselves. We're going uh, yeah. to I trust yeah. that these are not my baby dolls
2: and they'll be able to handle it. Uh,
0: it's truly truly that's truly it's like it's a whole mess of people they need to move one car. Yeah. yeah. It was probably honestly like
3: a great learning moment for Joe. Uh-huh. Probably is very pivotal Don't
0: figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> And, and it's funny because like I do think that like that's the move, but Titan, Titan is also like I don't want to talk to those people. They were trying, they they were hostile mm-hmm. towards us. Totally. Like, yeah. nah, yeah, absolutely. And I stole something from them too. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. It was well, at this point, lots of things. Oh yeah, <laughs> yes. So have got the key of opening, the bracelet of tracking, all that money but that wasn't from them
1: correct but there's the so when you when you went into the the room of records you took a couple of things one was about the key of opening and then Mm -hmm. that letter and that letter letter, maybe next time you take a long rest or something like that you all can ponder that because i you know that letter said hey the best way to take us up on our offer because it's from the inori house of learning the best way to take us up on our offer is to meet our professor that is currently at the Lake of Shifting Shores. Mm-hmm. And so that might be part oh, of why yeah. the DeLargos are headed mm-hmm. that way, or mm-hmm. at least something that they could get up to. And you took the letter. You took the letter that is their like, introduction. Introduction, yeah.
3: Titan has that, right? Like I have the instruction box. Titan has the letter. I yeah. got
0: the letter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And okay. one of uh, we gave the key to Prim, and now I have the bracelet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
3: I have the brooch, which I will have him soon. We'll see. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was oh oh! I mean, like cool. I was so excited. Joshua couldn't help but sneak into Titan a little bit about like potential magic item, because it was like. Oh, inside this monster that eats magic items, there might be a magic item. I was like, we have, yeah. I'm, yes, I'm, <laughs> we we are getting inside I was of this thing. Too. <laughs> oh, oh, it's not for me. That's totally fine. This is still
1: very exciting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. How do you feel about the magic item that you have thus yeah, far?
2: Yeah, no, I think it's great. I feel like it will be very fun for her to because she's right now in her fuck it phase of anger of just like mm. everything sucks. Fuck the world. I do what I want. Nothing matters. Mm. Oh, my God. Mm. Sort of her nihilist phase of her... Sadness, sure. Not that that what nihilism is, but anyway.
3: Right. Um.
0: I knew you. Were, I on. knew you weren't going to let that hang. I knew this it. is a general part. <laughs> <And laughs> that's
2: how we
3: use it, but it's not actually accurate. And if you have to look up what that word means, don't feel bad about yourself, listeners. I'm going to means, yourself, I'm
2: gonna
0: do the same thing. It's not really what it
2: means. <laughs> I, I'm not going to get sidetracked by that, but I want to go. I want to no, go nope, into it nope. so bad, but I'm focusing on yeah. Gauntlets. Yes, love them, and I think it'll be cool for her to really start exploring her power. Because, like, I think that, like, what happened yeah. in the last se- session to me was like she was finally just sort of letting go and being like, and, like, sort of ramming on this monster and uh, was really powerful while doing so. And so I think that it will be cool to watch her grow in her own power and recognize that like maybe that power while it does come from an outer source like she is the one channeling it it's not just like yeah happening it's like also
1: her awesome well any other hopes and fears you all have for the next session or two as we proceed through Terra and towards evertree wow i mean uh I'm I'm curious about who we're going
0: to meet, who the envoy from, you know, the Nori House of Learning is, who the professor is, and, and that whole interaction, because Titan, you know, might have some things there.
1: Yeah, might be.
0: Yeah, and and just that, that we're going to get a new location, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. we're like going to get, like, a new town. Like, that's mm-hmm. very fun. What's the yeah. vibe of this mm-hmm. new town yeah. going to be? I'm pretty excited about that. Totally.
2: I'm excited to see, also, like, our team uh, as, like, I feel like... Our first argument, which is sort of what's happening now. I mean, like we've like uh, an actual argument (laughs) is (laughs) always a good sign that the party's starting to like actually like talk to each other a little bit more.
1: Sure. Sure. You trust Mm -hmm. each other enough to disagree. Which is good.
3: Mm -hmm. So I'm excited to see how that goes. Just to throw it in the mix. I feel like Joe had a moment like just like a like a flash of a moment when Jasu asked for the stone. Like it didn't really feel like okay we're gonna have an altercation but there was totally a sliver of joe of like this bitch has been wild today Mm. and like i think i can be like no and that's gonna be fine but like also there's been behavior that's like a bit unpredictable and so i think it put joe not like i don't Mm. feel uneasy about around jasu but just like a moment of alertness of like is this bitch gonna try to snag my fanny pack right now (laughs) like is something gonna happen i don't think anything's gonna happen but like just kind of like my ears were perked and i was like it's like a cat i was like ready to do something
1: (laughs) well that seems like a good place to wrap things up shall we get into some plugs Ooh, (laughs) this is coming
2: out january 10th right
1: yeah, so it was goal. just
2: my birthday and I'm going to plug being in your 30s. Ooh. I am about to be in my 30s. I truly love at getting older. I think it's such an honor and so awesome to be older. And I'm very excited to be in my fourth decade on the planet in my 30s. Just exist and vibing. Yeah,
0: awesome. okay. Joshua. Oh man, what do I got to plug? Oh, this is what I've been thinking about, and has led to a lot of changes recently. The idea that you do have to let go of who you are to become something else. Mm. So, like that, like if you want to make a change in your life, one of the reasons that it's hard is because you you do have to let something. That has been working for you in some ways. It's gotten you you're alive, and it's gotten you to where you are. You have to let that thing go, yeah. and mm-hmm. that changes the narrative of of who you are. And that's a real that's a real thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just acknowledging the parts of ourselves that we have to let go to become who we mm-hmm. want to be. Yeah,
3: oh, I feel like I'm gonna have to journal about that. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's <real.
3: laughs> That's, that's, that's really a good real. one. Yeah. Um, My plug, thinking that it's early January is, you know, because this is the time of year that some folks who choose to do this write intentions or goals for the year. I don't really like to use the word goals as much as intentions for myself, but like the reminder that, you know, I set some intentions for myself this in January 2023 that felt like pretty big and nothing changed overnight but like there were things that I revisited throughout the year and little things that I chipped away at and I've been feeling really good so this is end of December now and we're recording this of like wow I actually somehow made some of these things happen and it took the year it was like not overnight and they are still in in process but how like some of these goals yeah that goal setting does not have to be this instant gratification mm. thing, and that, like for me, it's it was a journey of all of twenty twenty three. Yeah. So that's the plug.
1: That's awesome. Tour. I'm gonna plug Sam's email. <laughs> yeah. So, oh yeah. I know we blow a lot of smoke <laughs> yes. about emailing, and we got an email Finally. this past week. Which was so phenomenal, just yeah. wonderful. Thank yeah. you so yeah, much. Truly. Multi-part; it has a lot to respond to that we will totally. in great detail. And it, I, I really feel like you know we'll, we'll do a whole. This is gonna it's gonna be a whole Patreon episode. It's gonna be about about a whole yeah. Patreon <laughs> yeah. episode. So You'll hear about like, what happened, and I think it's a bit of a challenge to everybody else. Because it's really showing what an email to the podcast can be. So I I welcome you all to step up to the plate, accept the challenge. Your email doesn't have to be in the same format. It doesn't have to look the same. But we would happily respond (laughs) to emails in many, many forms. Yeah,
3: I feel like that email, because we've been talking about this whole email idea on this podcast for a while... It totally exceeded my expectations. It's incredible. It was Absolutely. the kind of email that was like, this is the perfect first email. Mm-hmm. I uh, I literally was almost tearing up when I was reading it. And I'm like, I need to revisit this email. Partially just because of how engaged Sam is, mm-hmm. that it was just like, this is very touching. Yeah. yeah.
1: So if you want to join Sam, you can send us an email to when crit happens at gmail.com. You can also connect Do with it, us on heads. socials at When Crit Do Happens, it. and if you want to listen to that Patreon app that we are going to record, head on over to Patreon.com/slash When Crit Happens. Ooh, crit on them, everybody! On them. Yeah. Hope you enjoyed the show, everyone. Special thanks to Cullen Fitzpatrick for our theme music and original musical underscoring by Wormwood, Balen Wagner, and Benjamin Bergdorf. Full episodes come out every other Wednesday. On the off weeks, exclusive content is released for our members. Head over to patreon.com slash whencrithappens to join the community. Thanks for listening.